0: Tactical, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast presents episode 834, scripting a new multiplayer experience, recorded live on September 22nd, 2022. Hello everyone, welcome to Tackler, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Duststorm. I'm your other co-host, Godzilla T. And if I look a little bit different tonight, that's because uh, I'm a little more scrunched in. Construction he has been happening.
1: Sc- he's been squished.
0: And I don't have a fan, so we're probably going to keep this short so I don't start sweating like that.
1: I actually, it's actually cool enough that I got the window open. Nice.
0: It's not quite that cool yet here. But it's headed
1: your way. Yeah.
0: Uh, I've, I've seen all the articles and like, this, the polar vortex is forming and it's going to be a really cold winter and all that stuff. So, yeah, no,
1: I don't know about that, but at least cooler weather is
0: it your way. No, it's not 55 here, Pence. It's, although I am heading up, somewhat in your direction this weekend. Well, considering Tuesday it was 99 degrees here. Oh jeez, we haven't had, been that high in a while, at least. Yeah, but if you if you were 99, and you're that cold. You guys should check the yeah, it went
1: from it went from 99 to like 68.
0: I'm gonna check the weather real quick. I mean, we got some nice rain today. That was nice. Oh, it's 66 right now. Oh, I could open the window. I didn't have stuff blocking it because that's where everything is. Well, some stuff is stacked. Sitting. Well, I mean, some stuff is yeah. Just because I don't have a big hole above me anymore, or where above me used to be. But they still got to mud it and paint it. So, yeah, that's the little update on how my house construction is going. Gosh, supposed to get down to 52 tonight. Oh man, that sounds good. Supposed to be 68 for a high tomorrow? Okay. Yep, it's coming.
1: (laughs) It is definitely coming. I would love to sleep with the window open tonight, but I've got a highway over there where my bedroom is. Yeah, the noise probably would not be very. Very nice. Yeah, when you have one of the major thoroughfares through the state passing right by your house, you tend to keep the windows closed.
0: Sixty-six, six, I-6? No. Route 6? Highway 6? Something?
1: Did you forget where I live? Yes, but I don't know what interstates go through your... Well, I'm in the middle of the country, so I'm not going to be on the very bottom of either of the lists. But it doesn't always work like that. The yes, it does. Does it? Yes. That's how the interstates are numbered.
0: So what? The low numbers on the west and the high numbers on the east for the odds?
1: And then? Yes, Penns. 35? I th- okay. I-35 and I-70. I-70 is east to west. I-35 is north-south. But see, we have I-70 and we're not the same latitude. No, but it's. Okay. Yeah, because it goes east to west.
0: Well, yeah, I know the evens were east to west and odds were north to south. Right. For some reason, I was questioning myself and I, sh- and I shouldn't have. I6 I I I is like my- in California. <laughs> well, I know I5 is in Washington. Washington State. Or something like I forget what. When- I, don't I-, I second state guess myself. Are. I should have not done that. But anyways. Yes. Okay. That that makes sense. Anyways, moving on. Uh, Particular stuff. So... How was Dragon Friday last week, GT? Uh
1: actually it was really good. We had a lot of fun. Uh we played some fracture event and or not fracture. Yappening. Uh good news is the happening staying around
0: as yes, a regular it is. playlist.
1: So that's good. We did learn that 343 is watching playlist populations and they, they will be removing low population playlists. I honestly hope they don't remove the bot playlist though. It's kind of fun just to go in there and just kill yeah. bots. Yeah, yeah. Because I think right now it's it's at or near the bottom of the playlist. It is the very as bottom. far as it is the very bottom of the playlist. Yeah. Which I mean I understand. You know, people don't play Halo to play bots, but it's nice to go in there and just you know slaughter. Uh, not to mention it's easy to. Complete some of the weapon challenges against bots rather than doing it in regular PvP. Well, and bots is just nice to like.
0: I don't know at this point what the over under is for people coming in and like trying Halo for the first time, and maybe it was just the bot playlist was for the initial launch of the game until people got there. But it was it's nice to have those bots there in a matchmaking setting, so someone who's kind of getting used to matchmaking Mm -hmm. can have a place where they're not getting completely slaughtered
1: yeah they can kind of learn in a in a more matchmaking style setting Yeah, how to play the game yeah you know instead of throwing them in the deep end with you know especially with true skill being the way it is (laughs) yeah and impacting every single playlist but yeah yeah i like I said before, I don't have a problem with it affecting like 4v4 playlists, but big team, it should be less of a
0: factor. Alas, yapping is gone for the event. However, like you said, it's coming into a BTP social playlist. Mm-hmm. So it is sticking around. Uh, but since you mentioned it, go ahead and knock this out of the way. The playlists that are currently out there, ranked from most played to least played, is Quick Play, ranked Arena, Fiesta, Team Slayer, Big Team Battle, Tactical Slayer, Land Grab, Ranked Doubles, Team Doubles, Team Snipers, Rumble
1: Pit, and Bot Boot Camp. Oh, and uh the the play the game type I don't like. Twelve Elimination or whatever it was called. Oh, um yeah. Last Spartan yeah. Standing, thank you. Uh is going away. Thank you. Don't need it. <laughs> I mean, I like the concept of it. The only thing is you need it there for the achievement. Well, I, I think it's leaving as a standalone playlist. At least the way they were talking about it. Wait a minute. What achievement? The Revive 3. No. Last Spartan Standing. Oh, that one. Okay. Sorry. That's I got confused. For
0: I forgot. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, the, the other one's there. staying. Yeah.
1: The uh, Last Spartan Standing playlist is going to go away. Has it been in there? Uh, I think not after this update. I mean,
0: it came in as a rotation, but I didn't think it's been in there for a while. No, it,
1: yeah, it's been in there for, well, It after the event, it went into an available playlist.
0: Oh, as a rotation? I think now
1: that, no, yeah, as a pickable playlist, you could go in and, you know, like you pick Team Snipers, you could pick Last Barton Standing. It was just down at the bottom of the list.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah. Removes a dedicated playlist due to no longer sustaining. Mm-hmm. Okay, account for less than one percent of all player
1: activity. And I can understand why, because it's really geared to a very specific type of player. Yes, and it's generally people that are way above my skill. <laughs> you know, I don't get me wrong i I gave it ten games, and I just never could do. I, I never got to where I could enjoy it.
0: I mean, honestly, I could see you doing a tournament out of it, though, for an FFA tournament.
1: An FFA to a tournament? Yeah. I mean, it. it's a, a, a neat game type. Yeah. I just don't think it's... The way they have it currently set, I don't think it works well for a matchmaking playlist. I hope
0: at some point we get a custom game option for that so people can go and customize... Like, when you level up, how many levels you get, what it's weapon? you get. It's funny you
1: should say that, because they just re- released this week the uh, Script Brains video. Oh, I didn't know where you were going that for a second. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's true. I did not even connect those dots, but you, you certainly did. Yeah, we'll get to the Forge scripting and bots video here in a minute, because that was... Like, Mind-blowing. Yeah. But yeah, so... If anyone else wants to join us on Fragment Friday, GT hosts it every Friday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And we have a poll up in our Discord for what people want to play. It's primarily been Halo Infinite a lot lately, mm-hmm. but we still do put out the option for MCC and Halo 5. Uh, and every once in a while, we'll dip into those. Yeah. So and Sometimes just, when there's a tie,
1: I just pick one.
0: Yeah. and Sometimes it's nice to mix it up. Uh, we've also got a new Community Corner. This is for uh, Wexy Lex, who is a, a cosplayer, an artist, mostly posts on Instagram, but has done a lot of really, I'll, I'll say, unique cosplays. Because we've got a a hunter cosplay, we've got a jackal cosplay, and overall, a lot of different inspirations from kind of Halo Reach and Halo Two. Mm-hmm. It seems like so. There's a whole interview and some really neat pictures. I don't think this is the same. No, this isn't the same hunter that we talked about a long time ago, like the first hunter that got made. But
1: yeah, this is their hunter
0: different. looks their hunter still looks really good. Yeah, it does. The brute looks freaking vicious too. Hmm. I mean that that's. I don't think that's quite supposed to be Atriox. I don't know if it's a specific. Brute. It almost looks like Tartarus, but with more color and hair. Yeah, I can see how you get Tartarus out of that. Actually, I bit. think that is Tartarus. I think it's supposed to be Tartarus just with the banished... Yeah. Well, oh, maybe that's not the banished logo. Never mind. Anyways, there's a whole interview up on Halo Waypoint if you want to go check it out, but of the few pictures that are on there, uh, looks like a very, very uh, talented cosplayer. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Uh, I haven't actually heard of them before, so this will be something that I'm going to dive into. Thank you, Pins, for the link. Keep an eye on all of those for us. Uh, Before we get into the the meat of Forge, we've got a couple other little announcements. Uh, Today is ODST's 13th birthday.
1: It's a tween!
0: It is. ODST being probably among the favorite of the Halo community's campaigns. And of course, we right got right a lot of for me. Yep, we got a lot of crossover for the Firefly fans. Firefly fans as well, where half the uh, cast was from Firefly. Excellent it's story. Actually, some Easter eggs vibe. in there from it too. Were there? I mean, I, there has to be because it's. I mean, whenever there's a Firefly cast, there's always an Easter egg. But nothing, nothing in particular is coming to mind at the moment.
1: Yeah, there was. Uh... On Uplift Reserve there was a line that referred to something in Firefly, if I remember correct. Okay.
0: I mean, I don't doubt it, I just
1: But anyway, yeah. It's it's
0: been so long since I've played, and there's probably some of those things that are just kind of like buried
1: into the game where you have to really
0: go know where you're looking for or or go hunting for it.
1: Yes, Battlestar Galactica, that is correct, fans. Talking about
0: Yep. Dare Dare. Yep. Veronica Dare. and buck call me cat uh so yeah odst 13 years uh i remember like first getting it and hopping into some fire team and everything or firefight. firefight yeah not fire team firefight and just that whole experience was was something else um i jumped straight into campaign i wanted that story I mean, that was back still in the time of like when Brent was around and G Lewis. I think like Brent and G Lewis were some of the first people I played Firefight Mm -hmm. with back in ODST.
1: I remember grinding out that Endure achievement. Yep.
0: Four sets, legend. Well, at that point, it was you could do it on heroic.
1: You always could do it it on heroic. Yeah. Because Bungie tried it on legendary Legendary and they couldn't couldn't do do it. it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So heroic or harder.
1: Now, if you really wanted to punish Four yourself, sets. you could do it. You could, you could do it on, uh, Legendary. Legendary, but yeah. Yeah. Now, we, uh, that was, oh man, that was a grind. Yeah. I think, I think it took us like three and a half hours. Sounds about right. And, you know, I, I think I tried it a dozen times. Everybody said, we'll do it on the Alpha Site. No. We did it on, uh, on three sixty,
0: I think may have been last. This last resort—that's the one in the the park, right? I think that's what. That oh, the Oh,
1: the reused uplip resort. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah, I can't. That's where we did it too. But I either got on that one or Oni Alpha site.
1: Yeah, we tried. I tried multiple times on Oni Alpha site. We couldn't. We never. Is only, well, is like Oni Alpha second. site the one that's is outdoors that, or up in the tower? You know, only alpha, only alpha site is the one inside the building, where you have the two doors on one side, and then you have the two balconies on the other, or the balcony on the other at your back. Because that that one,
0: that one you have a little bit more control over where the enemies come from, uh, but then on last resort you have a lot more flexibility with using vehicles. So as long as you control the vehicles and the phantoms dropping oh, in yeah. the wraiths, then you. You actually stood a chance.
1: The actually, it works out really well because every every wave you get two choppers and some so, and what two warthogs that respawn if you're not in them. Yeah, we didn't we didn't bother
0: with the warthogs. Well, we would use a warthog if we had like two choppers already full.
1: Well, what we did is we had two choppers. We had two people assigned to taking out choppers. They always had a plasma pistol. And they would go jack yep. the choppers. Um, and then they would just, the nice thing with the char- choppers is they had a really long range. So you could just hammer them from distance. Not to mention how much easier they were to drive than they are in Infinite right now. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. My, my responsibility was the tanks or wraiths. At every reset, my job was to go get the Spartan laser. And take out the tanks. Which worked all the way up until like the beginning of the fourth set. Then the it started taking three shots to kill one Wraith. So I could kill one Wraith and just damage another one. So then it became the other guy's challenge to take out the second Wraith. So I'd take out the one that spawned up on the hill, uh, where it's a little bit more closed off, and then that, and get a shot on the one out in the opening courtyard area. Uh, and then they would finish it off. And then for bonus rounds, we'd all, yeah you know, we'd all jump into choppers and just, you know, four, four sides, phantom, grunts. Yep. Just mow it all down, go to town. <laughs> yeah, we usually wind up with a couple of bonus lives, uh, extra lives every time we did a bonus round. Nice.
0: But yeah, the campaign for ODST is one of the best experiences in Halo. And I think the whole like different stories from different people's perspective and just how mm-hmm. different each encounter was just kind of sold it on like, oh, this is a really cool like the storytelling in it, the acting in it. There, <laughs> there's like not a bad thing about ODST at that
1: the one thing is they definitely didn't skimp on actors. No. They shelled out some big bucks for our voice actors. They didn't, you know, they used a lot of name, you know, popular actors that were known, uh, which. I mean, that just more or less happened
0: because they've been fans of
1: mm-hmm. the a game. A lot of them are fans. But still, having experienced actors do that voice work. Yeah it helps and I'm not knocking voice actors. They do a phenomenal job, Uh, but having the name recognition actually colors how people perceive the story. It does. It's like, you know, you go watch a movie and if they're your favorite actors in it, just about, they can do just about anything you want and it's still a good movie. Right. But if there's that one actor that you don't like, then the whole movie's trash. (laughs) Sure. And Pins brings yeah, up the I,
0: Desperate Measures ViDoc, which was a really good ViDoc to introduce. That got me hooked. Yeah. Their when whole ViDoc that, series I, for everything. Like, even the Johnson ViDoc
1: for Firefox oh, yeah. was great. Yeah, all of them. Uh, but, yeah, the uh, once I saw the Desperate Measures ViDoc, I, that night I went over to GameStop pre-ordered the Legendary Edition, the one that came with the controller. I'm like, yep, yeah, nope. We're, gonna, we're, we're getting it. Yep.
0: Got the controller and the Xbox right up there. Uh-huh. It's a pretty green.
1: It's a really pretty green Xbox and controller. It's so nice. What do you mean Xbox? There wasn't an no ODST. Yeah. There was no, OD, Not an ODST Xbox. There's a Halo 3 Xbox. But the... ODST only came with a controller. I thought this one was an OD... I didn't
0: think it was a Halo 3 console. I thought it was an ODST console.
1: Oh, no. Hang on. No. <laughs> that, right behind me, is the Halo 3 console. And my can of glass cleaner, if anybody wants to know. So, I guess
0: the controller just happens to be the ODST one. Because it has Halo 3 ODST on it. Yeah. though it's the same color scheme. So, yeah. the controller was ODST and the console was 3. Halo 3. Got it. Okay. That makes sense, then. Yeah, but still. One of the coolest controllers ever. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense then.
1: Yes, both my doors are broken.
0: I I I was gonna say I think you're missing something there.
1: Yeah, the Springs gave up on those a long time ago. Actually, around here somewhere I've got another faceplate. The Halo 3 faceplate. Because my original uh, like my original one finally red ringed at three years. Three or four years. It lasted a long time. I was really surprised. I was even more surprised that Microsoft fixed it. And gave it back gave you back the Halo 3 one. Well, I'm sure that's not my
0: Well no, like you still have the
1: case. Because there's been the
0: stories where like people send in their special edition consoles and they get a plain one back.
1: Yeah, no, that they sent me back a Halo three one. Good on them. If they'd sent me back something else, I would have been pissed. Yeah. I would be too.
0: Because you don't want
1: to give away a
0: special edition console like that. Anything else to say about ODST? Great game. David. Great game. Uh, we got a couple other birthdays coming up too pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't we have Halo 3 turning 15 next week? I think. September w- what? <laughs> September 25th.
1: Okay. So So in three days. Three days. Next week, yeah.
0: On Sunday, actually. Yep. And then uh, Halo 2 was a November release. Or no, CE was a November
1: release. Yeah, I had to get it out for that Christmas holiday season. Both were November.
0: Halo 4 was a November release. I thought there was another September release for Halo. Oh, Reach, which was the 14th, which was last week.
1: And pins, Halo 3, PvP fans are always unbearable. Anyways, moving on. Um, we've also got coming this
0: weekend uh, with HCS Orlando. They're going to be giving away another Halo Infinite console. Woo-hoo! So have a, uh, if you want a chance to win it, go over to the HCS Twitter account, follow the account, retweet the tweet, and go watch the the Orlando Major for the North American finals. Which will be taking place this weekend. September 23rd through the 25th. And for those that are interested, there's going to be a Halo 3 Throwback Throwdown event happening on Sunday between the original Triggers Down and Instinct.
1: And it's going to be on Halo Infinite. It's on Halo 3. It's a Halo 3 Throwback Throwdown. Halo
0: 3.
1: Well, there's a Throwback throwdown playlist coming to infinite. Oh, okay. That supposedly, supposedly they were supposed to be playing. I missed that announcement. Where was that posted? don't remember. Okay. Let's Let go me find check. that. One.
0: Someone can go find it. I don't Where recall hearing I... about that. Uh, anyways, while you're doing that, let's talk about Forge. Woohoo! And all scripting. the new stuff that's coming. Yeah. So, we got our second issue of Forge Fundamentals. This one focusing on scripting and bots. And, oh boy, does this... I, I think this is like the... Like, every forge has had some big milestone that's added to it. I think the scripting and the bots for Infinite's Forge is going to be the thing that really empowers the creative minds of Forge like you, you've got people that can create wonderful maps but I think for the gameplay experience we've never had this much control over how the game res- how, how the game actually flows because you can only do so much of that in map design so having these scripting pieces is just going to be I it's a huge stepping stone for what can be possibly done with customs. I mean, Halo 5, the script brains and what you could do there was definitely a huge step. But the scripting that's being done for Infinite is insane. And we're just scratching the surface because they're they're still on the back end trying to see, okay, what other things can be exposed for the use of scripting. But you can do almost anything with scripting. So for those who, who might not know what scripting is, scripting is a way to basically take certain actions or certain more called events. So think of an event as a certain time being reached or a certain objective being uh, captured or a certain object being picked up or someone going into a specific zone or someone firing a specific weapon. Those are called events within a uh, scripting or coding uh, scheme. And what you can do with those events is you can do things, or can call things called triggers. So a trigger is what an event basically makes. So if an event happens, you trigger something else to happen, cause and effect. So the, the example that they gave in the Forge video is when someone throws a grenade, a, a objective thing pops up on
1: the player's screen. And before we go any further, this is big for Halo. Yes. You can now have that pop-up text, just like a dev designed game mode, telling people what the objective is or just piece of flavor text or whatever. Like, goal is survive.
0: Yep. And you could just fight an onslaught of bots that get harder and harder and harder.
1: It, uh, well, it adds a whole new dimension to custom games. Because now you can have text pop up on a screen to describe what the player needs to do or what the game type name is or whatever you want just by starting the game so you know it it allows people to figure out what to do like the first demo they showed you throw a grenade but uh it gave you a rock. well the a rocket launcher is what he intended to do but he did a sword anyway but you throw a grenade and it immediately you drop your weapons and you are holding a sword yep, or a rocket launcher or whatever you set. The neat thing that I saw in there is that say you want to, uh, you can actually make it where if it only happens, if you throw a certain type of grenade, so you can actually say, you know, on fag grenade throw, give player weapon. Yeah. It's, it's,
0: I mean, there's so many different puzzles that you can make with this. There's so many different mm-hmm. custom oh God, games puzzle, that are going to come out of this. Puzzle
1: maps are going to be a nightmare.
0: Uh huh. Puzzle maps, custom crazy games. People can probably Something make else? their own like campaign type experiences, mm-hmm. minus like the you obviously don't have the the voices to go with it. But it's pretty freaking close. If you want a silent style like campaign experience
1: hmm well i who knows what you can do with sound effects and stuff like that too i mean a lot of campaign is driven by just the ambient sounds sure but i mean you still have a lot of that narrative happening you in don't have you don't the vo- have the dialogue voiceover. yeah but you do have a text screen yeah so you can convey it that way you can convey it that way but the neat thing that i find and this is really interesting i'm I'm kind of curious to see how this works. It looks like the game type is actually built into the map. Uh,
0: okay. I see what you mean.
1: Yeah. The, the, scripts... the base game type, the base game type is just built into the map instead of having a separate set of game type settings.
0: So yes and no, it's more the, by the effect of what the scripts do, in
1: the confines of a certain game type. So
0: we talked, we mentioned a little bit last well, I,
1: week. I know, I know there's actual, it, it, you know, there are game types, but it doesn't look like you're going to have to have a custom game type to go along with the custom map. You load a base game type. Like, like I said, that's the way it kind of looks because this, he, you could obviously see in the forge, to let people know what I'm talking about, they built Juggernaut into this map, into the script brains. Uh, you could also see in there, there was a capture the flag and a strongholds marker all on the same map. So it kind of looks to me like that the custom game type is actually part of the map. So, so the, the yes, logic. You do have to,
0: yeah. It's it's not the game type is the part the part of the map, but all the scripts no, that are the, in the map. The script the dictate. scripts
1: assign the weapon can assign the weapons to the players as well.
0: Right, but like if you went into that map and you were doing CTF or Slayer or Strongholds or whatever, that script will trigger for each of those game modes because that script wasn't assigned to only trigger on a certain game
1: mode. So, are you sure? Yeah, those. So, the thing with. So, why did the stronghold. Why did the stronghold and they capture the flag or the flag not appear when he went into the test mode? Because test mode is always Slayer. Unless you go into a test mode and you,
0: you change the, the game type. It's similar to how in Halo 5 you had to specify what the base mode you wanted to forge in was going to be. Because you could either have basic forge or you could go into a Slayer forge, just CTF forge. And kind of dictates whatever happens when you go into that player mode. So, there, there's still confines around what scenario you're going to be forging in. And I I don't think they showed this off on stream, and I haven't looked into it, but there might be a toggle in the menus of like, okay, I want to go into play mode for CTF now, instead of having to back out like in Halo 5 and load it into a new mode. Hmm. And then when you're in yeah, Forge, it just shows all those objects because you're in Forge, so it's going to show all those objects, but there's still a, well, the a play, play mode. Yeah. So
1: I, I would like to see how that works. And
0: I don't know if they'll, they'll show it in this video series. The next two topics coming up, I don't think they'll probably touch on that. Well, it'll
1: be out next, but it should be out.
0: Well, the next one is lighting and months. audio and then file share.
1: No, I mean, cameras. Is coming out soon, oh. so
0: yeah, in two months, yep. we'll
1: be we'll be able to see how it works.
0: But the thing with the the node graph scripting, very popular in Roblox, which is a, a huge, hugely popular game, and it's probably one of the easiest ways to learn how to program because it's it's very simple coding. It's it's inputs outputs. And variables, it's there's, and, and I mean there's some advanced stuff that you can get into it as well. There's other blocks that are kind of like the and gates and the if then type things, but it's it's all it's all input output based. So input being you take the state or what something currently is at a given time to d- dictate whether or not this follow on action happens based on certain other cri- i'm trying to dumb it down uh for folks but kind of based on other criteria of what's happening in the situation or in the game and it's just there's there's a way to take okay if you want something to happen as in response to something you can basically do it that's what scripting allows you to do and then the bots that's very Very interesting how how they're doing that. So you're basically defining planes that bots can navigate, essentially.
1: Well, the first thing is the game will automatically generate paths for the bots to follow. follow. The next part of that is you can go in and edit the part, edit the paths. So if there is something it doesn't auto-generate, you can actually add a path for the bots to take. And it's not paths as in, I want this bot
0: to follow this path this specifically. It is, these are all the spaces that a bot can go to. I guess probably better say navigation points. Yeah, they call it a nav mesh in the video. Yeah. but it's Basically, what are all the pieces of terrain that a bot can use to move around and interact with the game? And that's what you're basically getting with the um, the nav mesh. So since we as people can see, okay, that's a flat surface I can jump on, the bots need some kind of equivalent where they can see from their virtual brains what can they actually walk on, jump on, all that kind of stuff. And then you don't have to actually script anything, it's just, There's the logic and the AI behavior built into the engine, and the engine just uses that data and kind of calculates. Okay, based on what the AI behavior is supposed to do, I'm going to make it do this.
1: Although it'll be funny if you can you put a nav marker on something that you can't quite get on, (laughs) like a clamber point that's just not quite wide enough, just just enough to grab hold of, but not enough to stand on.
0: I think there's just the logic in there of being able to judge what that distance is. And there, there's probably some stuff in there that helps make sure the bots don't try to do something. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you lemmings. manually
1: put one in just to but you see you can man- You can't,
0: you don't manually put in where it can jump.
1: Yeah, you do. You can manually tell the, you can manually tell the system that the bot can do this path. They showed an example of it.
0: The example they showed in the video was being able to define a plane that they can walk
1: on, not the jump up and fall down path. It was part of the assignment. When they assigned it, it it also assigned a path to where the bot could jump off.
0: Yeah, but that's auto-generated. That's not... Like I said... In, in that video, it was auto-generated. Whether or not if you can manually do it... I'm
1: just curious to see
0: funny stuff we can make the bots do. I'm now imagining a hamster wheel. Yeah. We do <laughs> for for bots. <laughs> Just going around in circles. Oh, even better, an yeah. obstacle course. And you could place bets on which bot wins. It'd be like you horse racing, but <laughs> you can place bets. <laughs> place
1: bets on which bot finishes. <laughs> right? Oh, that'd be funny. Huh? It, it'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. To see how well the AI in it handles an obstacle course. Yeah. All
0: right, Forgers, you got a challenge. I want to see it.
1: And I, I do tell you too what, now. If I if, if I download, if I find an obstacle course, I'm going to play it with bots and see what happens. <laughs> of course, they'll probably just run around and shoot each other. Uh, yeah, like, is, is there bot I,
0: logic yeah. that you can use to basically say, get from this point to this point?
1: Well, yeah, you capture the flag strongholds all you have to do is put the point at the other end of the other end of the obstacle course
0: that'd be interesting
1: i think that covers
0: the core parts of the scripting and the bots there's Mm -hmm. just so much potential with scripting maybe being a computer scientist like i definitely have a, a good enough appreciation for what can be done and there's probably some limitations in there that only the forgers know about that people outside the forgers are probably not going to know what those limitations
1: are. Because, Well, the forgers' whole purpose is to find the limitations. Right. And then expand those limitations. hmm Find ways around them. Yeah.
0: Or just say, hey, we want this, and then 343 goes and does it.
1: Well, as long as it's within the realm of possibility. <laughs>
0: Well, it's, it's more just um, exposing that part of the game engine, but yeah.
1: They've been asking undo, for undo, redo for how long? I mean, since, yeah. Since, like, Halo 3?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, know, I only think it's been since really, like, Halo 4, Halo 2 Anniversary, where it's been really heavily no, asked it, for.
1: I remember, I remember asking pretty heavily in Reach.
0: Yeah, or, that's true. Sorry, that's true. wishing that's
1: true. it had it when, right. Right. when it launched. Yeah. I really wish it had undo and redo. And I think three more versions Halo, before actually
0: Halo four had a local undo?
1: Or they I don't know. I it they know. had a,
0: a local undo if you're a single player, or it was in like one of their like pre release things that they were showing off, and then it was they took their or they couldn't do it.
1: Something Eric like says no undo. I don't know what he's referring to, a game, or just all of them in general. Yeah, I, I don't know.
0: Placeable AI in Forge, that's probably going to be there. I, I don't imagine it not being there. Uh, my question is really, the, and I wish they went into this a little bit more, and, and maybe there's a reason why they didn't, but what behavior can you make the bots do? Like, can you make some be aggressive, may, make some be defensive? Like, if mm-hmm. it's in a CTF match, say, okay, I want the, this bot to be a little bit more on the cautious side and play a little bit more defensive, and I want the rest of these bots to be aggressive. Or maybe I want all the bots to be aggressive.
1: Well, as far as the bots themselves, I think what they've showed so far is just them playing it in a custom bot arena match. Yes. You know, where they haven't really tweaked the bots other than changing the difficulties of them. You know, between Marine, ODST, Spartan stuff like that. Yeah. Yep. But it would be interesting if there are placeable, like you can place units on a map, if you can change their behavior. Well,
0: that's that's what I mean. Is the the bots that you'd yeah. be able to place in the game, that, not the that ones that just kind of come with the like the Bot Arena style bots.
1: Just clarifying.
0: Or maybe that's not even a, a thing. So. Yeah,
1: right. I guess we'll find out here in a couple months. Yeah. We'll know it's, all for Forge's it's, dirty little secrets. Not that far away, actually. No, it's
0: not. Just surprising. It's coming quickly. Yeah. So that's everything that we've got for tonight. I'm starting to get a little toasty over here. I don't know if you can see my sweat yet. Uh, <laughs> but all great content that we have to look forward to. Just have to hold mm-hmm. out a little bit longer for Forage to, to get here. but I believe that's going to call it a wrap for us tonight. Uh, for those that are going to Orlando, good luck out there. Be safe and have fun. And I will see some of you all at Worlds when it comes uh, next month. I need to get my plane tickets. Won't see me. Nope. But you will well, we'll see GT tomorrow for Friday.
1: Well, at least this much of him. Well, yeah, still. <laughs> That's all right. You don't want to see any, uh, any, any rest. <laughs> it's not ready for prime time. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well,
0: thanks to y'all for listening. Thanks for our people downloading us on the podcast forum. Thanks for those in the Twitch chat. Good to see you all. Good to be back here. Hopefully it will not be uh, too long before I release this episode like last week was I posted today. But anyways. sorry, my fault. Oh, it was only partly your fault. I started keto this week.
1: Somebody kind of forgot to uh, Tell give him. somebody the audio
0: portion? That, yeah, that, and then kind of me, busy, down. me being busy and then keto. I started keto diet this week with my trainer. So I've been a little uh, lacking in the energy department to uh, do it things. takes a so. little getting used to yeah there's always that whenever you have a massive change in diet that Mm -hmm. adjustment phase and i think i'm through the the worst of it coming back out of it but i'm still got a little bit to go yeah thank you all for listening for watching we'll catch you all next week keep on fragging them trucks thank you for listening to pod tackler the unofficial halo universe podcast you can find our podcast on your favorite podcasting service and listen to us live every Thursday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Twitch. Check out our website, podtackler.com, and join the community on Discord at podtackler.com slash Discord. If you want to play Halo with us, come join us for and Fridays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time and Achieving Halo on Mondays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Become a supporter of the show by sharing the show with your friends and family. Or help keep the lights on by subscribing to us on Twitch, donating via PayPal, or becoming a patron alongside Confowl, Penn's Halo, and Prestige Ace. Until next time, keep on fragging trucks.